What's up, guys? Pete Mundo here, HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Appreciate you downloading this week's uh, radio show, which we turn into a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Thanks so much for being a part of it. By the way, I am like almost out of koozies because you guys are sending me so many ratings and reviews. If you haven't yet, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever you want. Send me a screenshot of that review to Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and I will get a free koozie for you in the mail, a Heartland College Sports koozie. Keep that beer cold and impress your friends at the same time. It's a win-win. All right, thanks for the download, guys. Enjoy the show. We'll talk to you soon. Back on Heartland College Sports Weekly, Pete Mundo with you, and we now welcome in uh, a guy who, when it comes to just uh, Big 12 knowledge and, and knowing the conference, especially what's happening at OU and OSU, it's uh, Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman. Barry, thanks for a few minutes as always. We appreciate it. And, and let's start off with a big picture here. Uh, when you look at this conference this year, does it feel to you like the last couple of years where there's OU and then there's a big gap, or does it feel like that gap has shrunk heading into 2018? You know, I don't think anybody thinks the Sooners are going to be quite at the level they were last year or the previous two years because of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there doesn't seem to be anybody stepping into the board. Yeah. So the gap still seems fairly significant. Everybody's picking the Sooners to make the Big 12 title game. The question is, who's going to join them there? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there does seem to still be a gap in, in this conference. Barry, something that's really intrigued me is how well Lincoln Riley's uh, been recruiting. You know, the 2018 class was fantastic, 2019 shaping up to be really good as well. Why do you think that Riley's been able to uh, recruit at a higher level than, than Bob Stoops was, admittedly, at the end of his tenure? It's a good question. They've, they've certainly changed some of the schematics, some of the processes, uh, a lot more new wave, a lot more cutting-edge stuff with social media, um, new recruiting coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, they, you know, the one place where Lincoln Riley has really sort of put his imprint on this program is in the recruiting process. And, you know, from I don't really pay a lot of attention to the to the details of rankings and all those things, but everyone is saying it's it's a big improvement in terms of the results. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out in a year or two. Uh, but clearly, uh, Oklahoma is is getting uh, a lot more notoriety in the recruiting rankings than previously, and it's it's uh, you know it's a direct result of, of their whatever they're getting. They're getting it because of changes in how they they go about it, and um, you know the, the practices, the offense. The, 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 uh, the staff, all those kinds of things, very similar to, to Bob Stoops. But the recruiting game has changed. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, an uh, absolutely fantastic job there joining us here. Barry, uh, this this Oklahoma team, you know, and across the Big 12 really, the, the toughest position to recruit at, it seems, is defensive tackle and defensive line in general, getting those Gerald McCoys up front that it feels like OU, and for that matter the entire conference, hasn't really had since conference realignment. Do you think that's starting to shift back in the Big 12's favor, or is that just always going to be an Achilles heel for this conference? Well, I, you know, it, it certainly hasn't really shifted. It, it can, and maybe it will someday. But it hasn't so far, and that is that is a problem. The truth is, this is a, a zero-sum game in that 
Um, there's only so many of those guys to go around. And if, if the Big 12 is going to get some, that means somebody else isn't. Mm-hmm. And right now the SEC gets, uh, you know, get, gets more than anybody else. So the uh, uh, that's definitely a, a priority for Big 12 schools like Oklahoma and TCU and Oklahoma State and Texas and West Virginia. But until that happens, they're going to have to try to supplement and find other ways to win when they get matched up. You know, OU went head-to-head with Georgia in a spectacular double overtime game. So the Sooners found ways to, to counter, you know, the Bulldogs in that regard. But, you know, when you've got, when you've got elite defensive tackles, the whole sport is much easier. There's no doubt about that. Barry Trammell's our guest. Uh, Barry, last thing on OU, and then I want to bounce around a little bit. Uh, the quarterback position, Kyler Murray. Everyone's, you know, there's a lot of talk about Kyler Murray and what's going on with the baseball, Lincoln Riley, Scott Boris. It seems like everyone is saying something different. H- how concerned should OU be that this becomes a major distraction as the season goes on? Oh, uh, are you talking about just the future or oh no more just more just concerned or, about it becoming a storyline after you know every game what what's going on there is he going to play in 2019 football is he going okay. right to baseball i, I, I got gotcha. yeah um it's not going to be a distraction everybody on the inside has to know the truth which is he's not coming back the oakland athletics did not give him 4.6 million dollars so he that he could stay away for two college football seasons they were very accommodating, very gracious, hatched a deal where he could go play this final season. But there's no scenario by which he would come back that I can see. I don't know if it's written in the contract, but it's clearly stated. And you saw Scott Boris come to the forefront when, when Lincoln Riley sort of floated out that question. I think Lincoln was just trying to, trying to protect uh, Tyler Murray a little by you know keeping fans off of him for – now there's been a little criticism that he's only a, that he's a virtual one and done, I guess, as a starter. But Scott Boyle said, "Hey, the agreement is one college football season, then he comes to baseball." Mm-hmm. And anybody, you know, that that rationally looks at this knows that's got to be the way it is. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma. Well, Barry, um, Oklahoma State's got itself an interesting year ahead. I mean, you know, three ten-win seasons in a row. This year, I mean, is this, I think we're going to learn how well Mike Gundy's recruited over the past uh, couple of recruiting cycles. You see this as a rebuild or a reload? Um, I have gotten to the point where it's a reload. Okay. Um, This team is just, or this program has just been so consistent. You know, they got 96 wins the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And that ranks 10th in America among the Power Five. So this is a team... This is a uh, program that just has gotten it done. Now, they haven't won championships. they got one Big 12 title. They haven't won the high level they want to, but, I mean, they got a lot of players. You don't win 96, you don't win 96 games in a decade on the backs of two or three all-stars. Mm-hmm. You do it with consistent recruiting and, and really good players down the line. Uh, they need a quarterback. That's a big issue. But they've got playmakers all over the field. So... Uh, I don't know if the Cowboys can, you know, get to seven and two or whatever it might take to get to get to the Big Twelve title game. But this is not going to be a program that falls far. They just they they won too many games and uh, you know won too many road games. They've proven themselves on the road in the last several years. So this is a legitimate this is a legitimate program. 
Barry, are Oklahoma State fans at the point, you know, from what you've heard, are they at the point where they're thrilled that this program is winning nine, ten games a year and is in the conversation for conference championships because they couldn't imagine that happening 15, 20 years ago? Or are they at, at the point where it's time for Mike Gundy to, you know, get over this hump and win a conference championship? Oh, well, there's a mixture. There's some that are frustrated at the bedlam uh, futility. You know, they've Gundy beaten Oklahoma twice in 14 years. Um, that's frustrating. On the other hand, a lot of people remember when they, you know, four and seven, three and eight, five and six was yeah. the Oklahoma, stand, Oklahoma State standard. And, you know, they sort of enjoy nine and ten win seasons. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there are some people that are expressing frustration, but they all others know how far this program has come and know what they've done in terms of leaping past Texas and leaving, leaping past Texas A&M before the Aggies went to the SEC, leaping past Texas Tech, leaping past Kansas State. Mm-hmm. This has become the second most successful program in the Big 12. Now, TCU has given, given the Cowboys a nice run for that title, mm-hmm. but this is a program that has elevated itself, and you can't get too, you know, you can't get too far down the road of, of, of wishing for more, because you know of how far they've come. Barry Trammell, fantastic job for the Oklahoman, as joining us here for a few minutes. Barry, when you look at uh, the entire conference top to bottom, you know, the fact that this conference is so deep outside of Kansas, uh, how exciting does that make it for Big 12 fans, uh, knowing that, hey, basically teams two through nine, it feels like, could beat each other in any given week. Is that good for the conference, or do you think in some ways that actually hurts it compared to, like, the SEC, which feels so top-heavy? It hurts the national reputation. There's no doubt about it. Um, whether it's Texas getting back where it should be or whether it's TCU and Baylor maintaining those that great season they had in 2014 as national contenders or, or Oklahoma State rising up and beating the Sooners every once in a while. Nationally, this league is looked at as, as uh, sort of a, a, a one-program school. I mean, a one-program conference. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that probably needs to change. Inside the conference, it is great fun because literally uh, you do have nine programs that, that could get something done. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume, uh, you know, I assume you know, Baylor's going to be better. Last year there were eight bowl teams, a really good conference. Baylor's down. Will they get back? I don't know. But, um, you know, when Iowa State, comes up and wins eight games and, and beats Oklahoma in Norman. That's good for the conference as a whole, but what what the Big 12 probably needs nationally is for Texas or Oklahoma State to rise up and become a national contender uh, along with the Sooners. Barry Trammell joining us. Uh, Barry, you wrote an article a week or two ago about uh, just the, the TV situation for the Big 12, which we all know drives conference realignment and everything else. Uh, for people that, that might have missed it, when you look at this conference and its future, and you know, I know we're seven, eight years down the road, but specifically as it relates to TV, why is the Big 12 in such a, a good position when it comes to those contracts uh, you know, people think, oh, well, they don't have a conference network. You know, when you look at these tier three rights, as you've written about, that's not, it's a pretty good thing for this conference where it stands right now. Well, what, what's good from the Big 12 standpoint is a tier three where each, 
Big 12 model where each school controls its own Tier 3, which is basically one football game a year, mm-hmm. and then auxiliary events. What that means is that's going to be lucrative for Oklahoma and Texas. Mm-hmm. Not so lucrative for everyone else, but if Oklahoma and Texas are happy, everybody else is happy because yeah. that means the conference is going to stay stable and together. Yeah. So, you know, Iowa State and Kansas State, they're not looking for 4 or $5 million more a year. That's, not, that's the last thing on their mind. They just want the Big 12 to survive because if we had another another round of realignment and go down to four major conferences, you know, who's to say who's going to get left out? Yeah. So they like it the way it is. And Oklahoma and Texas for now, and I think for a good, good, good long while, are in, are in great, great shape media-wise. You know, the, the networks have spoken. They don't want a, cons- a consolidation of conferences. The more, the better for them, because that makes it easier for them to negotiate. They love the content. Live sports is sort of the last man standing in, in television these days. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is going to streaming services. So live television, or live sports is very valuable. The Big 12 has a bunch. A bunch of it's good. And, you know, the networks are willing to pay for it. He's Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma. And if, I mean, many of you read him. If you don't, you should. Barry, thank you so much for a few minutes. Really appreciate the time. And uh, we'll see you throughout the season. Hey, glad to do it, Pete. Talk to you later. Well, it's always great to talk to Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, and we appreciate some time from him. And once again, guys, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Screenshot me your review, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'll send you a free koozie. Pretty darn good deal. We'll talk to you soon.